Another story, and we'll close with this, Barsisa. The story of Barsisa, this is a man from the children of Israel who was a worshipper, famous worshipper, Abid. He had his temple and he devoted himself to worship in his monastery. Three men from the children of Israel wanted to go out for jihad, al-ghazl. They had a sister. They didn't know where to leave their sister. So they said, where should we leave her? We can't leave her alone. Where should we leave her? They asked around. They said the best place to leave her is with that abid, that worshiper. He's the most righteous person. He's the most trustworthy. Leave your sister with him and he'll take care of her. They went to the abid, the worshiper, Barsisa. They told him, this is the situation. We want to go out for ghazu. Can you please take care of our sister? He said, A'udhu Billah Minkum. I seek refuge in Allah from you. Stay away from me. Then shaitan came to him and said, Who are you going to leave her with? If you don't take care of her, an evil person may take care of her and then you, would, you know what will happen. How come you're going to leave this good slip out of your hands? Shaitan is encouraging him to do good. So he called them back and he said, okay, I'll take care of her. She's not going to stay with me in my monastery, she's going to stay in that home over there. He had a house, he said, you stay there, I stay in my temple. So she would stay in that house, in the room, and he would carry the food for her, and he would leave the food on his doorstep. He doesn't even want to go to her house. He would leave it on the doorstep, and she would have to come and pick up the food. He doesn't even want to see her. And then Shaitan came to him and said, What are you doing? Don't you know that when she walks out from her room and comes to your temple, people can see her? You have to deliver the food to her doorstep. He said, yes, that's true. And Shaitan is not speaking to him face to face. This is waswasa. Inspirations. He said, that's true. He started taking that food and he would drop it on her doorstep. That continued for a while. And then Shaitan told him, she's still opening the door and coming out to take the plate. Somebody can still see her. You have to deliver the plate into her own room. Shaitan is telling him to do good things. So he started taking the plate, and he would put it in the room, and then he would leave. And that continued for a while, and these three brothers were late. This ghazwa took a while. So shaitan came to him and said, you're going to leave her alone, with nobody to take care of her, nobody to speak with, she's been in there like, she's in prison, speaking to no one. So why don't you take that responsibility, and go and speak with her, just socialize a little bit to take care of her. Because she could go out and find another man and start having a relation with him. So he would speak from outside her room, and she would be speaking from in her room, and they would be screaming at each other to hear each other. Shaitan told them, why don't you make it a little bit convenient for yourself, instead of screaming and hollering at each other from far distances, why don't you go and sit in the same room? So he started sitting with her in the same room, spending some time with her, and then slowly and slowly they started spending hours together, and they started getting closer and closer and closer, until the great Abid committed zina. She became pregnant. The story didn't end yet. She became pregnant. She delivered a child. Shaitan came to him and said, what have you done? Do you know what will happen when the brothers come back? They're going to kill you. Even if you say, this is not my son. They're going to say, even if it's not your son, you're supposed to take care of her. It's your responsibility. 
We don't care who the father is. We left her as you are the person responsible for her. The only solution for this problem is that you kill, murder the child and bury him. The abbot chopped out the head of the infant and he buried him. Shaitan came to him and said, Do you think that the mother will keep the secret after you killed her son? Do you think she will keep that secret? You're a fool if you think so. What, she, what should I do? You should kill her too. So he killed her. And he buried them both in that room. The brothers came back. They came and said, where is our sister? He said, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. She was ill, she became ill and she died. And she is buried in that place. And he went and showed them a fictitious grave. So they said, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. They made dua for her and they went home. At night time, one of the brothers saw a dream. Who came to him in that dream? Shaitan. He told him, did you believe Barsisa? Did you believe him? He's lying. He committed zina with your sister, and then he killed her and her son, and the evidence to prove that is that she's not buried in the place he showed you, but she's buried in her room under the rock. So he woke up and he told his brothers about the dream. They said, we saw the same dream. It must be true. They went the next day. They dug the fictitious grave. They found nothing. They went into her room. They uncovered the earth and they found their sister buried with an infant. They grabbed Barsisa and they told him, you liar. This is what you have done. And they took him to the king. While they were dragging him to the king, Shaitan came to Barsisa. But now Shaitan didn't come in the form of inspiration. He came in a human form. He told him, Barsisa, do you know who I am? I am Shaitan. I am the one who caused you all of that mess. And I am the only one who can deliver you out of it. I am the one who caused it. And I am the one who has the solution for it. It's up to you. If you want to go and die, that's fine. If you want me to save you, I can. Barsisa said, please save me. He said, make sujood for me. Barsisa made sujood for shaitan. What did shaitan say? He said, thank you very much. It was a pleasure meeting you. And he never saw him again. Barsisa made sujood for shaitan. And that was the last thing he did in his life because shortly afterwards he was executed. The last thing he did in his life was sujood for shaitan. Abid on the righteous path, but because he chose to take a turn, even though it was a very, very, very small turn, in the beginning it was very insignificant in the name of maslaha, in the name of the benefit. In the name of maslaha he did it. And it was a very small diversion that he took. But look at where it ended. Look at the final destination. That is the danger of following desire. Because sometimes we feel confident because of our knowledge and because of the Quran we know and because of the ibadah that we're doing. SubhanAllah, we should always be afraid on ourselves. We should never be overconfident. 
we should always be worried and that is the khashya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the true knowledge inna ma yakhshya Allah min ibadihi al-ulama the ones who have the khashya of Allah the fear of Allah are the scholars if you are a scholar then you will have khashya of Allah otherwise it is just memorization of verses in the mind that has no meaning in the actual world a side note on this story what policy was shaitan using with Barsisa? If, Bars, if shaitan came to Barsisa from the beginning and told him make sujood to me, would, would Barsisa have done that? No, he wouldn't. He took the step-by-step -step policy. 